tremendous looking trophy. Welcome to the one PlayStation Podcast in the Oceanias. My name's Don Blight, and joining me as always, Ashley Hopley. <laughs> hey, John, excited to be here. Uh, appreciate you committing to the <laughs> deciding halfway through. Yeah, screw it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's one of those things where, you know, you lose yourself and then you either fumble with it or you commit to it. Um, special morning today, special episode of Platinum Explosion. Um, yeah. We have an exclusive. Exclusive. Right exclusive. Exclusive unboxing is about to happen right now. Now, what would be oh. this? Uh, audio listeners are, are going to have to switch to the video version for this moment. or, or there, there may be an audio visual, audio visual element to this. What would be in this, do you reckon, Ashley Hobley, this box? I'm holding right now. I don't know. What could it possibly be? What does it look like? As, I have as a pretty good idea what it is. I don't want to say. Guess I'm right. Dun, dun, dun. No, I was completely wrong. <laughs> Did you see it? <laughs> <laughs> I saw the shape and it's definitely not what I think it was. <laughs> okay. Well, I wasn't sure what it was going to be. So it's today's delivery is the A-Pound. <laughs> 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 and you can uh, catch that one live on where to buy this from I'm 8-bit that's not the one I was hoping it would be that's a disappointing but that's why we did it live so there you go that's uh, <laughs> I, 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 I'm looking for that one you know what one I was looking for don't say it out loud because it's going to come and then I'll, I'll, I'll come back to doing it we'll do it on air I'll do it on air again I'm just I'm switching hopefully it. <laughs> it, do, it doesn't come on a day that you're, we're not recording I'll this. just no I'll just yeah I'll just uh, you just cut it in I'll just cut it in I'm, I'm, that, that's it I've retired unboxing videos I'm just doing unboxing live now uh, that's, that's how the that's the way of the future I figured yep see how nice and you didn't rip the box or anything. Yeah, crazy. it's a, it's a change of pa- it's a change of pace for me. It's fine. There we go. Ape out, everyone. Ape out, vinyl. I brought that. I think I brought it at the same fucking time. Oh shit! Oh. What? <laughs> it was in the same box. It was taped to the back of the box. I was nearly going to be highly disappointed by this unboxing, but we have what I was hoping, everyone, because I was like, I don't, I literally, you can catch me live, just had a realization, I'm like, wait, I ordered the Ape Out one with the, the bugs that <laughs> All right, so what we have now, everyone, is what I was wanting, is the uh, Kara Kara Benito um, uh, vinyl for the, the hit song, It's Bug Snacks. Now, what I wanted to do, and which I'm going to hope to do, is there supposed to be a scratch and sniff element to this? <laughs> <laughs> Supposedly, there is scratch and sniff element to this. So you're about to... Where would it be? Would it be the front or top? Would it, I remember they, they were like... Oh, that is that is a red fucking... <laughs> small red rec- record there, bro. Oh, shit. It's not, I highly doubt scratch and sniff on the actual vinyl, to be honest. That would be... Uh, that would probably be a bad move. Oh, it has to be the front, right? Surely. Scratch and sniff. Maybe it's it says the jacket. Scratch and sniff jacket. I don't know what I'm supposed to be scratching. There's a strawberry in the back. Oh, it smells like strawberry. It does. I didn't scratch it. It does smell like strawberry. Mm, ASMR that. Strawberry. Strawberry. It does smell like strawberry. There you go. Great success. That was very good. I don't want to. I want to. I don't want to sniff it too much because I want to save some sniff for later. You know what I'm saying? Do it, you want to sh- <laughs> share the sniff? Share the sniff around. Um, so th- th- there's the. Uh, I, I was going to say the size, but I forget what size the small records are. They're eleven inch. I think. I think that's what the smaller records are. Eleven inch. Seven. Seven. Fuck. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Bloody okay. Americans and their imperial system. Am I that- right. What is this? That, that was a great unboxing. There was like several elements to that. Yep. There were surprises for everyone, including myself. Um, Thanks for joining us for today's <laughs> episode of Vinyl Explosion. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to listen to that later. Just one track on loop. That's fine. Looking forward to it. All right. So today on the show. <laughs> Can you do it on loop? Uh, I suppose. No, prob- no, no it, it gets to the end of the. The record, and then you have to put it all the way at the start again. I assume you? there's automatic, like, fancy players that would surely be able to tell. Probably. Like, it would just rotate its arm back to the start. Yeah. But mine doesn't, though. 
I've got a no. my my I've got a whatever one of those ones that you've seen JB the eighty uh, the ones that a lot of people have like the not super prized mm. ones. Yeah. Plan show because that's what this is. Platinum Explosion, by the way, PlayStation <laughs> podcast. Bug Snacks is PlayStation related. I don't care if it was one. Uh, Bronze Trophy for PlayStation <laughs> Plus games for December, of which Bug Snacks was last month. Uh, Gold Trophy for the last of us winning big, and we hit a platinum for the PS5 share feature. Been good, actually. But let's jump into some games that I've been playing. So, first thing, I'll talk a little bit about Sackboy, a big adventure, which um, I finished. All right, so there's a couple of elements. Let's just <laughs> let me break it down this way. I finished the game. Um, well, hold, for people who haven't played the game, this is your typical platformer thing where you you play through the game. Each level has uh, X amount of collectibles, right? You know, like oh, X amount of this level, this level. Now you could get credits by just like you know play through the game, don't worry about getting all the collectibles or whatever. But then it does that that typical thing where you reach the end and it's like, hey. There's a bonus world where it's got like five levels, and to reach the final level, you've got to have 275 um, of the collectibles, which isn't all of them, but it's like, I think it's like it's 80, enough. It's 80% or something like that. So it's, it's, it's a lot. Anyway, so I, I finally did that last night, and that last level is kind of bullshit, but that's fine. Uh, beat the game. That's like, thank you. It gives you a nice message. I was going to go for the platinum, but um, nah, it's not going to happen. I, I put... So for... Anyone who's played this game, or at least played for maybe an hour or so, like how how much you play? You played the first world, right? Yeah, I've finished the first world. Yeah. So based off the first world, you wouldn't rate this as a particularly hard game, right? No, it it can be challenging at points, but uh, it's not like uh, Celeste or. No, it's definitely not at the high end of difficulty of Celeste or Hollow Knight or no. It's kind of it's boring, like oh yeah, yeah, you know. a little bit of a challenge. You can die, but you got like you got plenty of you lives. Got a lot of lives it yeah, seems, yeah, like you get them back pretty easy anyway. Like it, it's pretty hard to get like to be bad, to die. just die. Yeah, to get like full game over. Um. Anyway, so the thing that makes the platinum hard is not not getting all these collectibles, not beating the last level of the proper last level, which was kind of hard. Um. It's the the challenges. So throughout the game, you unlock these fifteen. Uh, Nissed Knight challenges, um, and I can I beat all them. Uh, they, you know, some of them took you know probably ten to twenty goes or whatever. They went crazy um, to get gold mm. times on them. But then at the end of the the last one that locks when you get to the end of the game, it's like, hey, here's the final knitted trial. Uh, what is it? Uh, it's all what, fifteen whatever it was knitted challenges you've already done. They're strung into one long succession. Uh, there's no checkpoints, and you got to do it under ten minutes. That's fucked. Put it plainly, it's <laughs> absolutely fucked. I, I I I gave it a fair shake. Um, I got I, I got well, I've got like roughly halfway as as far as I got. Um, and I I can't, I just can't. <laughs> I, I put like two two and a half, I think, hours into giving it a fair go last night. And uh, yeah, no, I, I can't do it. Now, the one person but, but who we've has, got an article up on the website. Yeah, if you yeah. didn't do it, and who did? Yeah, but so, uh, Buddy Watson from Radio Watson, like, um, never heard of him. Never heard of him. Uh, friend of show, of course. So he, he beats it, and well, it was back and forth thing because we was already both describing how it sucks. So he messaged me at once. Funny story. He literally messaged me at one stage yesterday. He's like, "I've been trying for four hours. This thing's fucked." And I'm like, at that stage, I'm like, if he's been trying for four hours and he hasn't beat it, I ain't gonna do it because like. Buddy's better. He who who <laughs> platinum Celeste. Yeah, I'm like, like Buddy's better at me uh, at them fucking platformers at me. So I'm like, I ain't gonna shake in hell at this stage. I feel. Mm. Eventually, he messages me late at night, saying he fucking did it. I'm like, oh my god. He's like, do you want the video? I'm like, yes. That seems like a good idea. <laughs> do you got some tips and tricks? F- free content hashtag. Um, <laughs> so even like I watched his video, and the. And I gave it another hour after that is when I put my next hour in. Because not that like watching his video, I was like, oh, he could do it. But it, I watched his and I discovered that he wasn't going as like ham fast as I thought I needed to. Like I was going constantly rolling, um, like always wanting to be moving, thinking you, you wouldn't have, uh, you can't slow down or any or anything yeah. like this. Um, but in his, he had, he, he like slows down at times. I'm like, oh, maybe I need to calm down, just pace myself. No. 
It's like even if you took it slowly and there wasn't a time limit, it's still just like so easy to get like knocked over by a fucking crab or something in this stupid challenge. Uh, anyway, so that's the the night challenge. I'm not going to play it in the game. In fact, I chucked it up on eBay last night. There you go. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. Sold my Demon Souls. Everyone, I don't know if I said this on the show, right? Did I? Say, I don't remember. So I can't remember. Beat Demon Souls. Platinum Demon Souls. Uh, I always got to make sure I say that. It's like it's like someone who's like <laughs> flaunting <laughs> something. Platinum Demon Souls. Uh, and I checked it straight up on eBay because I was like, I saw it was going for quite a lot. I'm like, it was going for like eight, eighty to ninety dollars completed listings. I'm like, fuck, this is way more than I'm going to get. Trying it back into EV games or something like that. I ended up selling it for 88 or something like that. And I paid, uh, 100 or something like that, I guess. Or maybe 109. I don't remember. Somewhere around there, like after price matching. So I was like, that's pretty fucking good payoff. Um, Chuck, big, uh, little sack boy up last night. I was like, gotta get, get them while they're hot, get them while, before these prices drop, you know? Um, sold, and, and that's currently got a bid on it for like 60 bucks or whatever. So at the moment, PlayStation 5 games are holding price like uh, Switch games, it seems, or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's quite weird because uh, I uh, usually wouldn't expect them to do so well, but uh, nonetheless. So, yeah, Sackboy, uh, how are you enjoying it anyway? You, you enjoying the game? Yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. I'm like jumping in and out occasionally. Uh, I think at first I was like, I'll go through its level and I'll get all the things. I'll use the activities thing to cheat so I can... <laughs> Make sure I don't miss anything. Oh, and I kind of think, that. but then yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> I was like, I got like halfway. I'm like, oh, that's too much effort. I'll just play through it, and then if I want to clean up, I'll clean up later. So yeah, that's the activity cards in that game is super helpful. Super in depth, yeah. Super helpful. They're like, oh, here's well, it's, it only shows you where the hidden orbs are. It doesn't show you where the location of all the stickers or the cube things needed for. The, but it tells you 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 haven't collected them. It tells you haven't collected them, and of course you can just jump between levels without actually having to travel to that world on the main map or anything like that, which is um, super handy. Anyway, yeah, I, I did really enjoy the game, other than the, the fact I, I just can't beat that damn United challenge. I reckon if I had an... I reckon it would take me at this... The way the, the rate of which I was slowly getting better at it, I, I reckon it would take me like fucking 10 hours at the stage. I'm just sitting there doing it. Yeah. Because it was like... You don't, you don't need to do the co-op missions for... You do. Quite new. And you do. So... <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's a funny story actually so yeah i looked at Bud- buddy's trophies yesterday at some point i was like because i knew he was playing it all night and i was playing devil may cry um and I, I was like i woke up next morning i'm like i wonder how far he got i looked at his trophies and i saw he only had this night one i was like the fuck so i messaged him i was like did you do the cult trophies by yourself and he said he did i was like wait you can and then he, his literal message oh fuck up his message is made me laugh because it literally said uh something like it was kind of hard but nothing trophy hunters haven't had to do before and i was like okay so then yeah i was like fuck if he did it, i could do it so um it was rather uh compl- complicated a bit convoluted um had to hold one jewel sense under my chin at one stage and like press thing because there was some levels where you had to, um, like, throw your character. Like, in the cut ones, you have to oh, throw okay. your character. And then, like, throw your character. And then quickly make them run across a bridge that was falling. So, it'd be like, throw quickly. Throw the controller. Anyway, it's possible. Just It was rather... Uh, difficult. It was, a bit, it was a bit difficult. Yeah, a little bit difficult. Um, yeah, yeah, you haven't been playing anything else, have you? By the way, but, um, Not really. I've died back into Watch Dogs at all. Uh yeah, I played like a mission or two. Uh, still pretty. Didn't pop the trophies though. I was upset. It's apparently Assassin's Creed. They patched it so you can carry every save, and it pops all the trophies that you did on your PS4. Not Watch Dogs. I'm hoping they patch it. Maybe that will get the patch later. Maybe. Oh. Um. And this the faces are still all mucked up. <laughs> <laughs> In what like way? I said, yeah. Oh, so all the uh, profile pictures are wrong for the actual to to the character models of the characters I've recruited. So I was all the other thing I was hoping was uh, on PS5. I was hoping the squad limit would be increased, but it's still a, you can watch only, a squad and watch. So you can only recruit up to twenty people. Okay, yeah. and that's like yeah, which is annoying. Arbitrary number. Yeah, but it's fine. I got somebody killed last night, so I'll be able to recruit somebody else. Good job. 
Yeah. Um, oh, so <laughs> the other thing I played is uh, Pathless. Finished that, got the platinum in that. Trophy guide up on ExplosionNetwork.com. Woo! Uh, relative, that's a fun game. My review should be up, but yeah, my review will be up. I've finished it before. Um, fun, pretty chill. It's funny because it, it's pretty chill other than the boss fights, which is the weird thing about the games. Because obviously, because you don't know or can't remember, we talked about a couple of weeks ago or something. Uh, Pathless, big open world, basically broken up into like four sections. Each section has a boss. Um, no world map, no fast travel, but you can hold down L1 or triangle and it like does like sort of detective vision or like Ubisoft vision or whatever you want to call it. And like things will like, glow red in the distance or around like temples or like buildings or locations will grow, grow, glow red. And they're basically where you got to go to, um, attempt to solve puzzles. And in, in that regard, it feels like you're just solving a bunch of Breath of the Wild, um, whatever those things were called, like uh, their puzzle things. Uh, and then you get like keystones and eventually you open up the boss fight and the boss fight's like pretty intense, but also you can't die in the game. Like there's no fail state. So like if you, if you take enough damage in a fight or so, it'll just blast you backwards and like give you a moment of like, okay, recover yourself, calm down for a second, go back, do it again. But you never have to restart or, or lose. So even if the boss fights get quite intense, they're never... Uh, you can't fail again. Platinum's easy though. Uh, the one, the, the hardest trophy is actually just this one for like getting ten perfect shots on the talismans in the in the in the game in a row, which was just well, it was kind of tedious. And there was another one for getting six animals to follow you, which you never hatch, actually have to do for any reason in the game. So it's was, it was just one of those weird ones where I'm like, well, how the fuck, why and how and what the fuck anyway. The pathless is pretty fun. Pretty easy platinum. Took me 12 hours. Um, as I said, I just remembered. I forgot to put it in the notes. But yeah, I finished Dead, Dead May Cry in like one on Saturday. I think I just played through it. Yeah, I played through the entire game in like one afternoon, uh, basically. Oh, no, I finished it yeah. the next morning. But I, more or less, most of it in one afternoon. Uh, so I never played the original release. This is the special edition or whatever. Um, Ultimate. Whatever it's called. I don't remember. <laughs> I, don't I can't remember. remember. Dead May Cry 5. It was funny. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty fun. I, I, I've only ever played like one of the earlier Devil May Cry games and never finished it on like PS2 or something. So I'm not like a big, obviously I'm not into the franchise, but it does actually have a, a video on the opening menu where it's like history of Devil May Cry. It's like a 10 to 15 minute long, uh, video where it like walks through, through all the story beats. I'm like, oh my God, this is some anime ass fucking garbage it's like this brother and your brother and then they fought there's demons and then there's this girl she's something and then oh no that guy was actually discovered to be his father oh shit um pretty crazy it looks very good i was actually playing i didn't bother playing it with ray tracing even though there's the option because i'm like i don't this is one of those games where you're always in combat well most of the time you're in combat and you're moving around so fast between like dodging and doing attacks and etc i'm like i just don't understand where I would like, I don't really need the ray tracing in this game. Not unless the ray tracing mode ran at 60, which it doesn't. Uh, it only aims to hit 60. So, but it's going to dip below that quite often, especially in the fights, obviously. So I just left it on the, 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 the high frame rate. Didn't bother with ray tracing. So look, I love ray tracing, but there's some games, yeah, don't even need it. Uh, and then, yeah, it does have an extra, uh, you play as, um, Virgil. Is the extra character and whatever the special edition, whatever it's called, plays Virgil. Uh, and then the last thing I want to talk about in games is that we finally, fuck, this has turned into the buddy cast at this point. Uh, you, me, buddy, played some Apex finally the other night. First time playing on PS5. But yep, I, I have two notes of this. So during that night, discovered two things, three things, in fact, that I thought would be worth pointing out. Uh, firstly, yeah. uh, for, for people like yourself and Buddy, who had <laughs> fucking PS, normal PS4s, uh, upgrading, uh, you were playing Apex at like 30 frames, it's disgusting. Uh, anyway, so, wel- welcome to the future now, you probably can't even tell the difference, because you're, no, yeah, fucking, yeah. disgusting. Um, that, and, I mean, I'll say this, I'm pretty sure we won a bunch of games when we were playing it on PS4, on PS5, no wins. Uh, oh, you're going to say frame rate makes you play worse? <laughs> Apparently, maybe you're just not used it's to. Just based on the evidence, maybe you're just not used to it. Yet. Um, 
Well, yeah. Everybody else got better because of all the frames. Yeah, that's quite possible. Could be a crossplay. I don't know. Uh, one thing, so jumping into Apex, because I, <laughs> I remember talking about on here how much I loved that fucking back button. So it was worth pointing out now how disappointed I am that I can't actually use <laughs> the PlayStation back button, which, so like all I did, I used to use that back button all the time for every time I played Apex, and that's how I got used to playing that game. Like, I still have it here. Like, what is this for now? This little back button. Like, it doesn't work with the dual sense. It's so disappointing. Uh, I, I kind of, it's, I want the best of both worlds because the dual sense controller does feel better in your hand. It, it just is more comfortable. Obviously, when they upgrade Apex to a PS5 version, you're going to hope that they add haptic feedback features and all this sort of stuff. And as nice as all that is, I still just love those back buttons for mm. playing first-person shooters. In case you don't remember why or didn't listen to the episode where I've talked about why, it's because playing a, like a shooter, a fast-paced one like Apex, for example, you can. I had it mapped so circle was on my right button and then triangle was my left button, which meant that I never actually had to take my hands off the, the just the, the one position to crouch or swap weapon or anything. Like, I could just leave them on the sticks and on L2, R2 to aim, and then with my back fingers, I could change weapons or crouch or slide or anything like that, and it just made it so much more fluid to play. Anyway, I'm so disappointed, but come on, PlayStation, dude. They'll put out, they'll probably put out DualSense back button or they'll put out a PlayStation Pro controller and I'll have to spend 200 fucking dollars on that. Uh, but the other thing we discovered that night that is really cool. Uh, well, firstly, I, we went to play Apex, discovered that it, my, my file got corrupted. So I can give a tip here. If you go to transfer a game from your normal console storage to external storage, which I did, and for whatever reason, your PlayStation corks it halfway through the transfer. And then you turn it back on and it's like, everything seems fine. Like in my case, the Apex icon was still on the home menu. I thought everything had worked out fine. But then when we actually went to boot it, it said installed on the little button, but wouldn't, wouldn't let me click play. Like it was grayed out. It was weird. Uh, but the weird thing was when I went into settings and storage, I went to delete it. It, it wasn't listed. And I, th I presume this is because the data got corrupted as it was transferring because that's when the, the PlayStation shut off. And because the data got corrupted, it, the PlayStation just didn't know. Like, it was like, it's installed, but we can't find the file because it's obviously corrupted. So what do we do? I did a whole, like, rebuild database thing. That didn't help it. I think that might have helped it if the file was on the console storage because it was sort of external. That didn't really help. The, the workaround was to unplug external storage where the, the game was installed, click download again, because now it doesn't think it's installed, just like download onto the console storage. And then when I plugged the external back in, it was like, hey, there's two versions of this game. Which one do you want to keep? Which one do you want to delete? <laughs> it was like, well, delete the, keep the one on the console, delete the, the, the one on the external. That was the only way I could get it to actually find the file. So that was a weird thing. Uh, so I was waiting my, while I was waiting for Apex to download for me, uh, I was in Call of Duty, you was fucking in something else, Buddy was in Rocket League, and we played around a bit with the share, what's it actually called, share screen, share, just share screen, right? It's just Yeah, share screen. Yeah, so obviously one of the features that they, they promoted a lot with the, the PS5 launch, they were like, hey, if you're playing a different game to your friend, and you want to chat, and you want to be able to show each other your screens, so you can see what you're doing. And of course, it was one of those features. I feel like myself and a lot of people are like, meh. If it works, won't work very well, or if it works, it won't work in Australia because they were internet or something like that. But um, we're absolutely no problem. And I was generally impressed with how good uh, and how well this actually actually works. So I was playing Call of Duty, very fast based, obviously. Uh, game because I was playing team deathmatch so obviously lots of screen moved around shooting bank explosions whatever um, so and you were able to watch that buddy was able to watch that um, he was playing rocket league and then I was watching his screen in the bottom and that looks Fine. great yeah. it look, you know like obviously it's a tiny square at the bottom of your screen I don't know officially what resolution it's sharing the gameplay at but I, I was super impressed by the fact I was Downloading Apex Legends, 
playing Call of Duty online. Then I was sharing my screen, so uploading it somehow in some way, and people were watching it. And I was downloading someone else's screen, which was Buddies, watching Rocket League, and that was all working. Especially when we're coming from the PS4, where that console just had a very bad network and infrastructure and all this sort mm. of stuff. Like it was just super crazy to see how, see how well it worked. And uh, I can I can see that being a, a feature that a lot of people would potentially use. Maybe because some people who don't like playing multiplayer games but would like that uh, communal experience of just being able to chill, playing a different game to their friend while actually being able to talk at the same time or or something like that. Like it actually does work. I, I was impressed. What do you think of it? Was there any case you could see it actually being used or? Yeah, I don't know what you'd use it for other than like, obviously we're just in chat talking with each other and uh, I could watch Buddy impressive play in Rocket League. Uh, you, you're, you're very, ha- <laughs> you took out like seven guys in a quick succession yeah, in Call of Duty. Pro over here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a cool feature to add. I don't know how like practical it is. Like I, I did once, I think when we were in Apex, I died and I like, had you up on the main screen and then I put Buddy on the smaller screen just oh, to get yeah, the two points of you. For a, but then you both died in pretty quickly after oh, that. So, sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a cool feature just so you can, like, kind of talk about... If you're just chatting, you can see what the other person's actually doing and what they're reacting to. Like, all Buddy's yells during his Rocket League game about yeah. goals and stuff. You can actually see the goals. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not it's not a bad feature. No. I don't know how much I'll use it, though. No, I think I think it obviously depends on type of people, but you know, like for example, I, you, you see heaps of couples online. <laughs> what a sentence! You see heaps of couples. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, pe- you know, you know, people have in like quarantine, the, yeah, you, like they have the dual lounge room, two TVs. They're playing different games, but like, yeah, they'll, obviously they'll just be like playing stuff low volume. They'll just be like chit chatting. So like they're socializing together while gaming on different games. So I could see that, like, this adds that same sort of feature uh, across the internet to a degree. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, yeah, pretty cool. I'm impressed it works. Uh, it's something I never thought I would actually remember to try out or would even work. But now that I know it's work, I don't know. It's kind of cool. And how easy it is. Uh, like, all yeah. of that, uh, the PlayStation Party system stuff, now that I've had, a, had played around with it a little bit, like, it's super easy to use. I'm super impressed with it. Because, you know, we just have... When they change the party system, people are like, oh, this is bullshit. Now you've got to have these groups or whatever. You can't just like message people solely or like ring, start a party with someone solely or whatever it was. Uh, but we just have that one group and then I can literally just jump into the, the, the chat. It'll pop up to anyone else who's a member of that chat. Do you want to join the chat? And you can just press a button mm-hmm. and then they join. Uh, if you have notifications on your phone, it could come up and you could join from your phone. Like it's impressive. I, I'm quite. I'm impressed. Alright, let's jump into some news. Firstly, PlayStation Plus games for this month are live by the time this is out. So your PS5, that's also a PS4 game, is Worms Rumble. So that's the one that's got the Battle Royale mode, <laughs> in case you can't remember uh, what that one is. But it's Worms Multiplayer. I think, it, I think it has some single player. I don't know. I'm, I'm keen to give it a go. It's been a while since I played a, a Worms game. Uh, so I'll be downloading that one. I reckon give it a go. Do you reckon you're going to give Worms a go on your PS5? Yeah, sure. Why not? It's, it's just, I mean, it's going to be a bit different because it's like a real-time yeah, yeah. Uh, Worms game. But, uh, you know, give it a go. Seeing as it's free on PS Plus. Damn right. Uh, and then your two PS4 games for this month are Just Cause 3 and Rocket Arena. So I'll say, I'll say, <laughs> I'll say for Just Cause 3, uh, I kind of want to try it just because of that, of that digital foundry video where they're like, hey, the game doesn't run like shit finally. Like mm. they, they just ran around on the, P, the PS4 version. Finally. And I'm like, oh, just blowing up as much stuff and it was still running at 60 frames per second. So, uh, and then yep. Rocket Arena, I think I paid five bucks for a couple months ago and never played, but now it's free. So there you go. <laughs> Anyway, whatever. No loss. I mean, yeah, this is pretty amusing. Uh, a game that EA really screwed up the release of, I think. Um, and they're desperately trying to get the player base. Um, I saw oh, what it was it, a dollar it was at EB it, Games. It was a dollar at EB this past week. 
Um, obviously, you can get it on Game Pass because of EA Play's yeah. uh, connection to Game Pass. Now it's on PS Plus, so they're, I guess they're doing a kind of a hard, soft push to try and get people playing Plays. Rocket Arena. Yeah. But yeah, they kind of... It, 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 you can't release a multiplayer game, I don't think. They charge money for it? And Yeah, I don't think you can anymore. I, you can if you call it Duty. Oh, but yeah, but the, if, well, yeah. Like people- but that, that had, I don't, well, I don't know if they can now, now that they've got a wolf, Warzone. Uh, people still buy this. I guarantee most people, there's still like a very large player base that would just buy Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War solely for zombies and the multiplayer mode. Like, there's, there's still. But they get a campaign, though. <laughs> yeah, but they get it, a campaign. It, it feels the, don't yeah, get justified yeah, yeah. the $80, $90 investment. Yeah. I think that's the only franchise that could kind of get away with it. Um, otherwise, no. It, it's funny because in the in the free to play world, where we've got Fortnite and Apex. I mean, probably free- Overwatch will be the other one. Yes, yeah, Overwatch two when that comes out, but Blizzard can pretty much get away with anything. Yeah, Blizzard point. can get away with anything. So, other than that, yeah, it's like you can't release, a, uh, especially a, a game in a flooded market like a like arena shooter or battle royale, like either of those things. Can't really. You gotta you gotta do free to play or something. Come on. Yep. Uh, PSA rejoice! You can transfer your Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven save. So this will be good to know if you're planning on picking it up on PS four and worried about if you'll be able to buy the PS five version and continue to save. Uh, Cyberpunk tweeted attention console players: if you start playing Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven on PlayStation four or Xbox One, you'll be able to continue playing it on the corresponding next gen console. Uh, for PlayStation, in their little link, it li- it simply says all you need to do is either upload it to the cloud, something like that, download it. Or yeah. they, they say use a USB, but then that's seemingly something you can't actually do on the PS5 anymore. So, like, I don't know. There was, like, a whole news story going around a week ago. I haven't tested myself, but people saying that you couldn't... Maybe it was only you couldn't copy PS5 saves to USBs. Maybe you can copy yeah, a PS... Yeah, maybe you can copy a PS4 save and then copy that over to your PS5, but not PS5 to somewhere else. But uh, So be happy that that is all going to work out. That's good. You picked it up, what, for the the eBay sale? eBay sale yeah, eBay sale, $59. And what day are you expecting that to arrive after launch? I don't know. <laughs> Apparently it says it's going to be here on th- this Thursday, so I don't know. <laughs> Imagine. All right, you're writing a review. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh all right, last of us one big at the joystick joystick awards this past week. Uh, Push Square Rides Awards season is upon us. Uh, so, Last of Us Part Two came out top by a very, very, very wide margin, bagging itself five awards, including Ultimate Game of the Year. Last of Us Part Two won uh, Ultimate Game of the Year, PlayStation Game of the Year, Best Visual Design, Best Storytelling, and Best Audio categories. Thoroughly well deserved. Naughty Dog also took home trophy for Best Gaming Studio of 2020, which must be the cherry on top for the developer. Uh, we expect this sort of price to continue at next month's Game Awards. Uh, so this, I think, I just wanted to call this out because it's, I guess, somewhat sort of how you look at some awards pre to like the Oscars or something. You're like, oh, maybe that's the sign of things to come potentially or whatever else. But then something else I saw other people pointing out is for everyone saying that, you know, the, the minority actually likes Last of Us Part 2 and like, Everyone else, the vo- vocal haters are the majority, majority group. Not true. This is obviously no. not true. <laughs> obviously, to be clear, the golden joysticks are a publicly voted yes. award yes. ceremony. Yeah. So if it's a publicly, yeah, I should have said that. Sorry. If it's a publicly voted award show and Last of Us picked up five awards and the public of haters of Last of Us claim that everyone hates the game, not true. Not not true at all. Look at the fucking awards. Come on, what are you doing? Look at all these awards that count now. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, so it'll be, it'll, it'll be interesting when we come to the game awards, if it picks up. We'll know. The uh, Critics' Choice Award went to Hades, though. Maybe that's the sign of things to come. Dun, dun, that could dun. be a sign of things to come. Uh, and So let's talk about this count. So PlayStation 5 Scalper <laughs> makes 400... No, sorry. That would be even worse. 40,000 in one week bought over 200 PS5s for release. Uh, PlayStation Lifestyle writes, while notorious, notorious scalper group Crep Chief 
Notify has been making headlines through their exploits. An unrelated loan seller has also managed to earn himself 40000 in a single week for the sale of PlayStation 5 consoles. As reported by Business Insider, the man known only as Mark F., uh, which I think stands for Mark Fuckface, uh, managed to bag himself a whole of 221 PS5 consoles to resell to desperate customers. The US-based seller acquired his stockpile through a combination of bots and genuine online sales between 110 digital consoles and 111 disc consoles. His enterprise cost a grand total of 900, sorry, 99500 He's then been reselling the consoles for $1,000 each, more than double their original price. With at least $500 profit on each machine, he's making a fairly significant sum of money. Uh, yes, yeah, so this is literally the the worst case scenario. Some people like to argue that someone like him is a, uh, you know, just using what the world gives them and, you know, capitalist, capitalist world, doing what the world will allow you and whatever else. To that I say, yeah. nah, he's a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> like is there any there's, there's no but at the same I time mean, yeah. why people buying the consoles is there, is this, there, there's mo- multiple factors of these one people shouldn't buy them at this exorbitant price um, they'll be back in stock don't worry just be patient uh, there isn't real as great as the PS5 is it isn't the end of the world if you're waiting another four or five months before you pick one up uh the actual retailers should have done more to stop scalpers. Um, they pretty much, it was free for all pretty much everywhere. Imagine as as 200 aware. something consoles he brought. Yeah. Presumably, all just like him. a lone scalper. Yeah, a lone scalper, not like an enterprise like that other group. So that, yeah. that had to have been at least a couple from certain places, surely. There's no way he, like 200 separate locations. Yeah. So yeah, the, these anti-scalper systems obviously didn't work. Don't work. Uh, yeah, and then eBay and these kind of places, they need to put the foot down on this kind of stuff. I think. Yeah, well, there's that, and there's also there was another story about people posting up all the the PS5 photographs, people like doing that whole, which is a which is an age old tale of eBay that I think has been around since I was like ten years old. I've heard about yeah people saying that. I don't feel so bad about because. If people don't read things and then they buy things that are incorrect, that's their problem, to be perfectly honest. Most of the time, it always ends up being that they get their money back anyway, because eBay's always like, well, yeah, this is a trick, and then they get money back. So I don't really know what the... like. Anytime I've read about the story, they always get their money back. So I don't know why people do it. It doesn't seem they get to keep it. Just, just a weird joke, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, talking about something else you shouldn't do, so... Kotaku writes, PS5 owners say they're receiving bans after selling PS5, sorry, PS4 users access to their PlayStation Plus collection. If you want a lucky one so being able to buy a PS5 radio, you'll know that with the PlayStation Plus subscription, you'll get access to the PlayStation Plus collection. 20 well-loved, properly good PS4 games. But if you're still on PS4, that bundle isn't available to you. Well, it didn't take long for people to figure out if they unlocked, if they logged into PS5 with their PS4 details, it'd trigger uh, the lot into their account. Uh, unlocked to play back on their old machine. So, long story short, apparently this is mostly in um, Hong Kong at the moment. Could be other parts of the world are doing it, I presume, but the stemming from Hong Kong. A couple in particular people have been charging how many... Oh, is it? I can't remember if it says here. 800, I think it was something like that. Can't remember. Anyway, I can't remember how they're charging. Anyway, they were charging money for people to... Uh, give them their details, I guess, and they'll log into the, their account on their PS5, unlock the PlayStation Plus collection, and do it for another person, do it for another person, do it for another person, and then Sony's cracked onto this and they've actually banned at least one person, maybe more by by this point, for, for, for doing this, because, I mean, this isn't also them making up rules, it is in the terms and uses, like, you're not supposed to uh, share your account details. Full stop. Like that's it's not like something they've come up for the PlayStation Plus collection. This is yeah. This has been a thing since the PS3 days. Um, I did it with someone back in the day, uh, early PS3 days, early uh, early days where people were figuring out they could log into other consoles and download stuff. Like 
I had some games, someone else had some games, and you do on like I think it was through PlayStation Trophies or something like that. It was like people you'd like swap account details, they'd log into your account, download a couple games, you log into their account, download a couple games, uh, weird shit like that. And I think around that time is when Sony started clamping down on it and being like, "Well, you can't do this." Uh, they had to loosen up at some stage because then I think if you have two tidographs then people start being like, well, I'm sharing it with my, like, parents or, like, someone else in the same house or, you know, like, they can't go super anal because then you'll just end up banning incorrectly. But obviously for people doing this against terms, um, good, nice try, though, I guess. Yeah, nice try. Thank you. Uh, the MPs are back this year. Dreams, the second annual MP Awards. Yeah. Tom Dent, community manager at Media Molecule on the PlayStation blog, Right, ready to celebrate a year of amazing creations and dreams. So we, the second annual MP Awards, will be taking place on February 14th, 2021, which, rather conveniently, is also Dreams' first birthday. So join the party, submit your nominations starting today. So the categories are somewhat similar. Somewhat, there's a few different ones here, so I'll just run them down because fuck it. So you got most helpful dreamer, community star, favorite video creator, favorite streamer, best curator, best art direction, best sculpture, best animation, best character, best narrative, scare of the year. Most improved dreamer, funniest creation, best voice acting, best gameplay, best music, best audio design, best innovation, hidden gem creator, hidden gem dream, best VR experience, creation of the year, and creator of the year. So obviously we ran down uh, early in the year. We ran through the the winners or the big ones or well, the best the best get dreams. Yeah, the best needs. dreams. Uh, so presumably we will. Do the same thing every next year. We'll go through uh, more of the awards. I don't know. Cool. I'm, I'm glad they're doing it. Uh, it's it's kind of proves that there's obviously good. S- still this. There's a bit of reminder to install Dreams on PS5. <laughs> you, haven't, you haven't installed it yet? Come on. What are you doing? Not yet. No. Sorry. Get get on that shit. Um, so yeah, there's you can you can go to the link in the description of the show notes or it's in dreams.me slash impies, and that's where you can uh, if you would like to nominate anyone for any of these sorts of things go for gold it'll be great to see what comes out of it and it'll be really good to look uh in february next year when we look at the the nominees for these things or earlier i guess if the actual awards are in february but uh, when we look at the nominees and to think like if we'll see like a major gap improvement you know like on the the creations compared to the the first year uh because i would expect to see uh major improvement on the sort of mm. stuff that's being nominated so that's really cool uh, this one, I'm turning this story <laughs> into something else. So, VG247 writes, PS5 trophy videos also capture what you're screaming in that moment. I'm going to turn this story into PSA number two. Please remember to go into your settings and turn your dual sensors microphone to mute as yeah. the default option. So, what they did write is one of the PS5's new features may leave you laughing or possibly embarrassed. Since a little bit before the launch of PS5, we've known that the system automatically records a clip every time you earn a trophy. This is an upgrade over PS4, which only crapped in screenshots. But it now appears that clips also include microphone audio, if you didn't happen to have it muted. A number of PS5 units discovered this by accident when re watching their clips. And the ones that were shared in this article from Reddit are two Demon's... Uh, yeah, Demon's Souls... I mean, for Black, I was like, Dark Souls, yeah. Demon's Souls. Uh, Demon's Souls clips where people beat bosses, and then they're like screaming, they're like, yeah, some... As for this being something new for PS5, no. It's not actually something new. If you were to happen, to, like, say you were to uh, save a random clip of gameplay and you happen to have a headset on and your mic unmuted, but you weren't actually playing multiplayer, but it had it set to record, you could accidentally end up saving audio then before. Like, for example, I was playing The Last of Us once. Uh, well, when I was doing my Last of Us replay early in the year, and I saved some gameplay that I wanted to use in the video version. And I had just been playing with my headset, my headphones on, but I forgot to take the little mic thing out. And so my audio, because uh, I have it, had it set to capture the mic when I was playing multiplayer games for clips or anything like that, uh, because I forgot to take it out, it actually captured just me breathing in the background or, or like t- whatever else. I was like, well, this is awkward. So um, not majorly new but the big psa is again just go into your settings go to whatever it is i forgot after i said it the week <laughs> settings 
uh, microphone controller, set it to default mute when you turn it on. Set it so your controller defaults mute when you sh when you turn your PlayStation on. I don't know how this is isn't the default option when, when you buy a PS5. Change it, and then you won't have this problem. Uh, you'll know that you've changed it because the, the light on your DualSense will now glow. It'll have a little orange glow on that little mute button under the controller. Uh, that's what I've done. That's the way that I feel like the console should be. But I will stop this if you don't want random console clips capturing audio. Last news story of the week. PS5 activity cards were designed to make single-player gaming easier to adjust, uh, remove decision fatigue. So one of the PS, uh, PlayStation Lifestyle writes, one of the PS5's biggest new features is the activity cards, which allows players to see some see some options and suggestions for what to jump to into the next at any given game. It's a system-level interface that engages deeply with the game, at least when utilized by the developer. So Vice's Patrick Klepek, which, uh, which was so fascinated by the feature and the discourse that surrounded it, that he wanted to find out more about where it came from and what Sony's logic was behind developing it, uh, activity cards. Uh, Vice Games got their hands on confidential internal documents that were circulated to developers in 2019, which detailed both activity cards and the game help functions. Sony used a presentation to explain that single-player gaming wasn't dying, quote-unquote dying. Uh, it just had a few points of friction that players often ran into that impacted the experience. Most notably, it outlined that scenarios that players may have... Sorry. Most notably, it outlined the scenarios that players may have that would have prevented them from engaging with a single-player game which were uh, no idea how long it might, they might need. I don't play unless I have two plus three hours. Uh, takes a lot of time to scan through the long help videos when stuck. How to engage socially without risk of spoilers. Forgot what I was doing in this game last time. Hard to get back into it. And I feel like all of those ring to, to a degree for, for, for most people. You know, there's been times definitely where, you know, like maybe I've, I've just downloaded the game or... Or something like that. I've picked it up from EB and I've got to start work in like two hours in the morning or something. And I'm like, like if I start this now, am I going to get like bogged down in a bunch of cutscenes? Like how, you know what I mean? Like what, can I actually start this now and, not, and feel like I can get away with it? Uh, I, I feel like in a, in a lot of ways the PlayStation's like system with the rest and everything like that working a lot better than PS4 would also help with that. But definitely mm. a thing. Uh, it takes a lot of time to help through the, the videos. So, um, I, even me with trophy hunting in my blood, there are times where I want to play a game and I'll, or I want to do a replay and like go through levels and get collectibles. But there's times even when I'm like, ah, oh, but I really can't be fucked. Like holding my phone or like picking up my phone, watching a little bit, pausing it, putting it down. You know, it's just like that whole mm. process. And when you're playing something like Sackboy, where those help videos are just integrated into the console, it does make that whole process so much smoother and easier because you don't, like, I'm not having to pick up and put down my phone a million times. It's just like, play the video, watch a clip, they show you what a collectible is. I'm like, cool, thank you. Off I go. I go get the collectible. Um, so yeah, all of that rings true. And I forgot what I was doing in this game last time. I had to get back into it. I've, I've had that happen with, several games or i've had fear of that with several games like the reason i went hard and got that demon soul uh, demon souls platinum straight away was because i was like fuck but don't do this now maybe i'll come back in a couple months but then i'll be like oh fuck i can't even remember how to play like you gotta do <laughs> like what was i even doing or like there's other games where I've, I've i'll put them down come back months later like what was the story what are the controls like a big example of horizon like i remember like Everyone turned me off wanting to play that DLC because when the reviews all came out for the, what was it called? The Frozen Wilds? Yeah. When yep. the Frozen Wilds came out, and a lot of the reviews were saying it's a pretty good DLC, but it's pity it came out like six plus months after the game because it, it was, it's like the difficulty level set at end game ter territory. So you just got to remember how to do everything. But people were saying they couldn't because the game did do a very good job of uh, onboarding the player, expecting them to just come straight from playing the, the full game, I guess, and knowing what to do. Yep. So, I'm all, yeah, Jenny, do those all make ring true of, like, uh, things you would say? Yeah, to a certain degree. I mean, uh, I guess knowing how much time things take and that kind of thing could be helpful, but, yeah. 
none of these things like really demanded would high demands on my list. So, uh, but it's good for people who maybe don't have as much free time as I do and that kind of stuff. So, yeah. And yeah, like even in Sackboy, like all of the levels activity cards will say, yeah, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, five minutes, like estimated time will take you to complete this level or, um, whatever it is. So yeah, it, it is super interesting. And, and even as to, you know, people, cause I think Patrick got into this after he posted an article, uh, earlier last week or a week before about the Spider-Man activity cards being like super helpful, just being able to fast travel to the, the side missions or like the challenge things about actually having to swing through the city to get there. And then people for whatever reason were like commenting on that article saying like to the, the equivalent of usual shit of you've ruined the game or, you know, like these activity cards ruin the game, blah, 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 blah. But I think a lot of that's going to become super helpful. You got to wonder like, if cyberpunk or like another, you know, big RPG, whatever they are, whatever it is that properly implements activity cards. Cause even though I haven't played Assassin's Creed yet, from what I've seen, no one's talked about any great activity card features, but in a different mm. world, if those games were using activity card features, like they were Sony first party studios, it would be like yep. how much faster you could just get to missions. Maybe you could skip even traveling if they let you, I don't know, like in a different world, does day, Days Gone be like, you know what? Fuck it. You can fast travel without losing gas. I don't know. <laughs> like, it's a, it gives you options. Of course, you can choose to ignore them if you don't want to use them. So, I know what people are always crying about, but people are always crying about something. So, it's true. It's true. Um, what about this week's episode? I was going to give that another sniff, but I can't. See if it's, it's been sitting out in the wild for a bit now. So, still strawberries. You gonna play it? Yeah, I'm gonna play it off this. I it before. Right. I, can't, I can't do it in my room anymore. I said we'd have done it because uh, I had to move my. You had to move it. I had to re- sure. remove my record player to fit the fucking consoles in my room. So it's out in the landroom now. So anyway, that's the whole process. Thank you for joining us this week on Fighting Explosion. You can follow us on on Twitter by heading to Twitter. No, yeah, whatever. ExplosionNetwork.com slash Twitter. Twitter.com slash people.com slash Ashley Humbly. I don't know. Uh, suggest topics, send any questions for the show. MyExplosion.com, Planet uh, Explosion subject line, Discord, ExplosionNetwork.com slash Discord. They'll take you to a link. Join our Discord. And until uh, next week, remember the strawberry, 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 strawberry. What was your favorite bug snacks uh, of the ones you heard, by the way? I haven't revisited yeah, but is it. None stood out. I can't remember. Say, so, all right. The, I played for the whole Strawberry. game. Strawberry's I get the platinum, and the one that I kept coming back to was like one of the earliest ones, which is the little burgers that walk around. They just go, yeah, bunga, 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 Yeah, that was the standard. Anyway, yeah. Thank you, Joe. Bye. Hey, don't forget you can subscribe to the show wherever you're currently listening, and you can drop a review if you can. Find more great shows like this and more content over at ExplosionNetwork.com and please consider supporting us for as little as a dollar over on our Ko-fi page by heading to ExplosionNetwork.com slash support. Thanks for listening.